0: Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. We're with Dr. Mark Carlotto. His latest work is called Before Atlantis, subtitle important. New evidence suggesting the existence of a previous technological civilization on Earth before Atlantis. And what time period, Mark, are we talking about again? Are we talking 12,000 B.C.?
1: Uh, We're talking the last 100,000 years. Wow, way back. Right, right. This is the period over which uh, uh, Hapgood uh, hypothesized that there were three pole shifts.
0: Now, with these shifts, give me, in your best estimate, what kind of technological civilizations we had then.
1: So, uh, the civilizations... Um, you know The, ba- the basic um, sort of fingerprint or uh, uh, consistent pattern that I see throughout all of these is, is actually really an assumption that we've always built, um, given you know, all factors considered equal, we've always built uh, to north. In other words, we tend to align structures, our cities, our ceremonial sites, uh, sacred sites, we tend to align them north, south, east, and west. And so previously, when the pole was in a different position, uh, when these sites were built, they were aligned to north. But with the pole shift and um, the rotation, they, they're now misaligned. Um, and so, what happens is, as you go back in time, you find sites that uh, are incredibly sophisticated. Uh, you know, archaeologists would say beyond. Uh, well, they would attempt to explain them in terms of, uh, say, the technology of the Incas or the Egyptians, but, you know, oftentimes uh, they're unable to really come up with a plausible explanation. It appears that there's some technology uh, that, you know, exceeds the capabilities of the time of the Egyptians or the Incas um, uh, and so forth. And as you go Farther back in time, uh, the oldest structures are structures such as those at Machu Picchu, uh, Tambo, um, um, and, uh, also sites in, uh, in, in, uh, in Europe, uh, in the, um, uh, sites like, um, um, uh, Baalbek in mm-hmm. Jordan, and, um, structures at Petra, um, in Jordan, and, um... In uh, Knossos and Crete.
0: What about Göbekli Tepe?
1: Well, that's that's sort of what kicks kicks uh, this off in a sense that you know this is sort of the um, this is now a uh, pretty solid finding that's 10,000 BC and it's coming around the time that uh, primitive hunter gatherers are just beginning to domesticate corn and wheat. So it's like, how could this possibly be? Um, that doesn't have Göbekli. Gopecky- Tepe doesn't have the same sort of geometry that these other sites have. Um, what I'm looking at with these other sites are rectangular structures or uh, alignments that, are, uh, that can be uh, clearly measured and correlated to a, to a compass, okay. to, a, uh, to a direction.
0: And when and, these uh, pull shifts happen, Mark, are they violently fast or is it done over hundreds, if not thousands, of years?
1: Okay, so, so the, the scientific evidence for pole ships is, 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 is that a, several, and, based, and this is based on what's called paleomagnetic data, um, and we can get into that, if, I, guess, I suppose, if we have time, but the idea is that um, uh, many uh, hundreds of millions of years ago, in fact, around the time of the Cambrian explosion, about 500 uh, million years ago, um, there was a major rotation of the earth, 90 degrees, and this is is responsible for all the changes that took place or or a contributor to uh, the changes that took place um, on the planet at the time. Um, And uh, based on the paleomagnetic data, uh, this was a a change that that took quite some time, Uh, took many millions of years to occur. But now, jumping, you know, fast-forwarding, Talk, we're talking about uh, smaller, more recent pole shifts. And if you believe Plato, as a take it literally as, uh, as a source of historical fact, these shifts were, were rapid and, and, and cataclysmic, causing floods, volcanic erupt, eruptions, and so forth. Uh, so the, the hypothesis in Before Atlantis is that these more recent pole shifts were, were rather rapid and did cause the, the mayhem and the destruction that occurred at the time—that is, you know, recorded in, in ancient uh, legend and myth.
0: So, what you surmise in your book was that there was something pretty dramatic uh, in terms of technology before Atlantis. If so, where might that have been?
1: So, so the the um, the the evidence is the, these these incredible structures that we find um, throughout the world. These stones that are massive uh, hundreds uh, hundreds of tons uh, worked uh, with incredible precision uh, and you know these are these discoveries are well known uh, yeah. you know and i'm sure you've had numerous people on the show talking about them comparing them you know sort of just the style the way the stones are worked the level of technology what i've been able to show in this book is that these these stones were assembled into structures that point in directions that correlate with previous locations of the North Pole, and there's—it's not just one or two sites. There's over 50 sites, and they're major sites. Uh, and many of them are these enigmatic sites with these cyclopean stones. So they can't figure out who built them, how are they actually assembled, transported, erected, uh, crafted, uh, but. What these sites are not currently aligned to north, and so the hypothesis is that these sites, because they were previously, if they were built when the pole was in an earlier position, and they were aligned to north, they're misaligned now because of these shifts. And so, if we can use the climate information that Hapgood used in dating these poles, to say, okay, now these poles are. Uh, fifty thousand or a hundred thousand years old, and these sites align to those poles. Then those sites, by association or inference, must similarly be fifty or a hundred thousand years old. And so, the technology is what we see on the ground. It's it's what's left. It's 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 these stone structures that that defy explanation. Um, so, you know, the book doesn't have anything really to say on on how it was uh, how it was done. Right. We, I speculate a little bit about who it might have been, uh, but I think establishing that it that these sites are incredibly old is is an important first step, and it takes us beyond this, you know, this, this sort of ten thousand year thing going back to um, you know to Zeptepi and and things that uh, you know might have taken place uh, soon after um, you know the the last uh, quote unquote flood or the pole shift hypothesis after the last pole shift from Hudson Bay to the current location but that takes takes you to Atlantis with two more pole shifts you can actually go before Atlantis and now actually see a pattern that's not just sites aligned to that Hudson Bay Pole but sites aligned to a pole in uh, in the Norway Sea in Greenland and in, uh, in the Bering Sea. These are refined pole locations that I came up with that are close to Hapgood's, but I've been able to refine them using the site information. Uh, and this S- actually, I have a technical paper coming out on this um, in the spring, uh, but all the results are in the book and uh, they're all, you know, pictures and maps and graphics That's laid out all laid pretty clearly.
0: Some yeah. people believe, Mark, that we are the Martians. Is that anything close to your equation? <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, George, I uh, I never found anything uh, that uh, I, I could say, you know, definitively that yes, there are ETs or aliens. I you know, there's so much circumstantial evidence. But it was when I started off on this, you know, I, the the, um, the implication, you know, that well, a, a lot of people uh, in the past, and it began with Von Denigen, uh with uh, the ancient astronaut theory, was. Yeah. Only ancient astronauts had the technology to do this. And um, so I wondered, you know, we, we just had our, it's sort of all these coincidences. We had just done our DNA testing. And, uh, you know, that whole, uh, it's all based on the out-of-Africa out theory that, you know, modern humans emerged out of Africa about 70,000 years ago. And by tracing the genetic changes, you can determine your lineage and, and all this other other information. And um, so... Uh, rather than looking at uh, extraterrestrial hypothesis, I thought I'd try something a little different. It's like, what about a an earlier migration of humans out of Africa? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the uh, this uh, you know now the current theory is that there were earlier migrations, um, and these earlier migrations led to the Neanderthals and to uh, the uh, Denisovans, and so it's like, hmm, perhaps. These earlier people um, were, uh, uh, who had hundreds of thousands of years to develop, perhaps they developed a technological civilization. I mean, we have. Perhaps they did as well. And perhaps developing this on Earth, uh, they were re- the ones that were responsible for these earlier structures. Sure. And,
0: and ours is only 2,000 years old, so imagine what theirs could have been.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so this led me sort of in, in a different direction. So maybe the Martians were us. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that could be. That, that could very well be. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.